Welcome once again to our podcast, Redeemed. Uh, the goal and the idea of our podcast is we want to start talking about what it means to live a redeemed Christian life and how that plays out in our own personal life and how that should make a difference. So I really hope that as uh, we're having some conversations about this, that uh, you'll be able to take something from it, implement it into your lives, and that God can use it for you. So hang with us, and we'll go ahead and get started. I saw you push the button. I don't know if you push it again. Yes. Okay. And yes. And yes. Well, thanks for joining us again for another <laughs> episode of our podcast, Redeemed, where we are just working our way through the judges. This will be the last judge that we'll be looking at. Yes. I encourage everybody to go back and read the book of Judges because there's a few more in there. Uh, some of them don't get a lot of major mention. You know, we, no, we've yeah, talked. Like one verse. Yeah, one verse. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one one of the judges claimed the fame was he had 30 sons that rode on 30 donkeys. You know what I'm saying? And owned 30 towns, basically. And ruled 30 towns. Had a lot of donkeys. Had a lot of donkeys, a lot of kids. You want to find uh, that guy and meet him? <laughs> so, yes, said you want to meet Samson in heaven. I so, so there's a lot of interesting characters in the book of Judges. And if I would highly recommend going back and reading it. Um, just the way that God is continually forgiving of his people mm-hmm. uh, gives us some hope that uh, he'll continue to work with us no matter how far we've come. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So long as we're willing to turn back to him and ask him for right. help. So it's 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 an amazing book. And it's also setting up the uh, uh, for the next phase of Israel, which would be when the kings come on to mm-hmm. the scene. You know what I'm saying? Uh, at this point, they were trying to let God be the ruler of them, and they kept losing their they, uh They're not killing it. They weren't doing well. No. No, no they weren't killing it. So sets the, sets the presence, and at the end of Judges, basically, they're about, they're, they start demanding a king. Yeah. And God gives them that. Like, that's going to fix the problem. Uh-huh. Yeah, you want a king. He gives you a king, all right. It does not. It does not. not. <laughs> it makes things worse. <laughs> I could make things worse. Spoiler you know what I'm alert. saying? Yeah. So... But uh, also interesting history. So as we work through that, I'm sure we'll have some of those. We'll look at some of those kings as well. But the last judge we want to look at, he's probably one of the most. Yeah, I'd say he's probably one of the most famous because of the hair. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Well, everyone's heard Samson and Delilah. Yeah, Samson and Delilah. It's one of those. I I bet he's probably the most famous judge in the the book of Judges. I mean, Gideon, Gideon rates right up there with him. He's probably second. I would think Samson's probably more well known. Yeah, I think so too. Because basically, we have the living Hulk is what we have. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think <laughs> the Hulk character was based on him. Maybe. I just don't think he's quite as green. But we don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> don't get Michael started on his conspiracy theories. <laughs> oh we'll my move goodness! On from there, okay. We had like we, 10 we minutes spent, of that recorded. We almost spent 20 minutes today talking about conspiracy theories. So we're not going to go into that. No. Um, but we have Samson here, and uh, a very very interesting character. Um, I'd like to say I could do better than Samson. Maybe I can't, <laughs> but it would seem like maybe I could. Samson didn't set the bar super high. 
No. I mean, physically, Samson, he yes. sets the bar super high. <laughs> yes. oh. But as far as actually like working with God on that oh. and falling under that authority, not so much. Yeah. Say, no. I mean, we, we'll talk about the what being a Nazarite means here in a minute, but he did not hold up nope. any of that nope. except for one detail. Yep. Which we just talked about. Which, like I said earlier, gives me hope. You know, I can screw everything up right. as long as I got one I thing got going for one me. One thing. I God's, can make it, baby. I can God's make it. God's not giving up on me yet. I don't think we should live like that, but. It, no, but Samson know. did. I mean, it didn't end well for him. You but. know, it didn't. No, in the end, he paid for he paid for it dearly. But let's go ahead and uh, let's start breaking it down. Uh, as Michael mentioned, the first thing that we have to mention, of course, is the fact that he was, he took the Nazarite vow. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, uh, you know we have another one of those uh, miraculous births. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. Uh, and uh, God basically tells the the husband and the wife, his mom, Samson's mom and dad, that he's going to be he's going to be special. Yes. And so they and so of course the whole process starts, and you know he starts out fairly well. At this time, the Israelites were being oppressed by the Philistines. Yes. Uh, the Philistines is one of those we hear about quite a bit throughout the Bible. Um, another story that comes to mind when we talk about the Philistines, of course, is uh, Goliath. Right. You know what I'm saying? David and Goliath. That yep. was the Philistines once again oppressing the Israelites. You know what I'm saying? That's what we have going on. Those gosh darn Philistines. Yep. But but what, what I find interesting is so the first thing that Samson does is he is he marries a Philistine. A Philistine. So the Philistines are oppressing your people. What's Strike that? one. <laughs> right off the bat. First thing you do, you marry a Philistine woman. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't turn out well for him. Nope. Uh, matter of fact, we have the story of the riddle, and uh, he said that he would give the the basically, basically the wedding party a whole bunch of stuff if they figured out his riddle, and they couldn't figure it out, couldn't figure it out, couldn't figure it out. And Samson was was enjoying that part, but then what did they do? They went to his wife. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and to give you an idea of. Of the standing that women had at that point, Samson basically – no, doesn't basically. He calls his wife a heifer. Yes, he does. It yeah. says, if you had not plowed with my heifer, you would not have figured out the the answer. Okay? He said y'all cheated. I bet he was sleeping on the couch. I don't know. He's a pretty strong guy. <laughs> I don't think anyone's putting him on the couch. I want somebody to try that today and tell me what happens. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so they figure out the riddle. So what does so what does Samson do? Does excuse me. He goes out and kills what thirty. Yep. And collects the tunics and everything. He said he was yeah. going to give the Philistines from the Philistines that he killed. Yeah. Showed them. <laughs> Fine. Here's the stuff. Yep. Here you go, buddy. Yep. Just a incredible. It is. This is an incredible story. And then, it, it, I mean, it gets even, I mean, it, it, it continues. We have the story of him killing a whole bunch of Philistines with the jawbone of a donkey. Now, I don't know if you've seen a jawbone of a donkey. It's not that big. You know what I'm saying? Google it. <laughs> All right. We have that story. We also have the story where they tried to keep him in a town. What does he do? He picks up the gates, puts them on his shoulder, and walks out with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking, this guy's strong. You know what I'm saying? Caught the three hundred foxes, tied them. Yep, together. tied them up, tied them up. But we also have to we also have to mention that as this story progresses, you're seeing him forsake more and more of that Nazarite vow. So one of the things that happens is a lion tries to eat him. What does he do? Well, he basically Hercules that thing. He ripped the lion in half yeah. with his bare hands, with his which, bare hands. you know is common. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> Everyone does it. Yeah. <laughs> Happens all the time. Yeah, all the time. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and that and, and that's not so bad. Okay, that's fine. You can kill a lion who's trying to kill you. Great. You know, mm-hmm. good job. Okay, no, but he cut. He just ripped it in half. Yeah, that's, that's... not okay. <laughs> People don't just do that. <laughs> Like, let's not just gloss over that. <laughs> like, I'm okay. Like, it's trying to kill you. All right, you got to yeah. kill it. But, like, just rip it in half? No. That's, that's That doesn't happen. He worked out. He worked out. <laughs> Samson did not skip push-ups. <laughs> Apparently not. And not leg day either. No. Dignity uh, <laughs> God, not Samson. <laughs> you, know, you know, I don't know really what Samson looked like. But it'd be rather humorous if when we get to heaven and, and Samson's like a about, scrawny about little guy, five, yeah, five. about five five, <laughs> yes, <laughs> or not even that. He's just a super skinny guy. He's a little saying? guy, yeah, you know, like Hercules is a teenager. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think that's the way it was, but you know, it'll be interesting to meet Samson know. when I finally mm-hmm. get there. First of all, just to say, hey, man, what was you uh-huh. thinking? Okay, uh-huh. so the story progresses. He killed a lion, and then. Um, Basically, it's there laying on the side of the road. Um, a beehive decides to make a home in it, in the gross. carcass, which I don't really understand. A, gross. <laughs> yeah. But that's what happens. And so as Samson is pass, passing back by, what does he do? He sees the honey. He eats it. Another mark on the yeah, that, on the that is That is what, unclean. Have we said what the Nazarite vow is? No. So what was the Nazarite vow? Can't eat anything unclean. Can't mm-hmm. cut his hair. You can't, can't cut his hair. Can't drink any can't drink fermented any fermented beverage. drinks. And he can't and come into contact with a corpse. No, no, that was anything, anything unclean. unclean. That, anything was, unclean. Yeah. that was the same thing as okay. the uh, yeah as the. So he violated that with the honey immediately. Just yeah. took care of that early on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it says in, in chapter thirteen, verse four. Now see to it that you drink no wine or fermented drink. That you do not eat anything unclean. You will become pregnant and have a son whose whose head is never to be touched by a razor because the boy is to be a Nazarite, dedicated to God from the womb. That's pretty impressive, too. Yeah. So not Sorry. only did he have to, but mom had to do it, too. Yep. Okay. Well, that's why in that story it talks about when he brings the honey back, he gives it to his parents. I think both mm-hmm. of them eat the honey. Mm-hmm. So... Way to go, Samson. And so that became the the mark for the unclean. So at this point, the only thing he's not done is cut his hair. And God still seems to be blessing him with this this incredible strength. He's still using him all because he's held on to literally just not cutting his hair. Exactly. I think God's just sitting up there like, dude, just, just don't cut your hair. I can do this. Just, just don't. Just one I can thing. make this work right now. Just don't cut your hair. I can do this through you, even though you are trying so hard to make it impossible. Just don't cut your hair. And so, and so, we get to the kind of the final part, the final story in Samson, and it's a well-known part of the story. In walks a lovely lady. Well, I assume she was lovely. Doesn't really say that, but I assume she is. Her name is Delilah. Okay, and Delilah will be Samson's final undoing. Yep. <laughs> because the Philistines begin to talk to Delilah and to try to figure out what Samson's secret is to his great strength. Yep. And it's a long, drawn-out process. Yeah. Because he doesn't just tell her right away. No, he messes with her first. <laughs> yes, she does, several times. And after about the, you know, the 
first, maybe second time, you'd think he'd be like, okay, this woman's out to get me. Yeah, like why does she this is the me? This is why I maintain my theory that I don't think I'm smarter than anybody in the Bible except for Samson. <laughs> <laughs> or he was just so arrogant. It could be. That's the other thing, which therefore probably arrogance, I would think. And maybe, and maybe kept, it like, is ta- that he truly believed things. And maybe he truly believed that even if they did cut he his hair at some that point, he still was going to have his that God would still be on his side, right? You know what I'm saying? Because so like that could be that he, yeah. he was just so arrogant that he thought no matter what, God's still going to keep mm-hmm. using me. Because mm-hmm. she would ask, you know, yeah, and then, so and then she would do it, and he's like, oh, like the I don't know if this is the first one, but one of them it was if you brand tie me rope. up with brand new ropes that have never been used, I'll become as weak as any other man. So she took new ropes yep. and tied him up. And then she called to yep. him, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. But he snapped the ropes off his arms as if they were threads. Yep. And she did that three, twice, three times? I think so. There was the one about the woven Bow strings. Bow strings and weaving twice. his hair in a loom. And then um, the new rope. So three times, I think. Yep. So three times and he's still... Still keeps getting... And then finally, I don't yeah. know why he decided to give her the real reason. Well, hold on here. Hold on. And you know, I mean, she's trying to make him feel guilty. You know, how can you say I love you when you won't confide in me? This is the third time you have made me a fool of me and haven't told me the secret. With much nagging, much nagging, she prodded him day after day until he was sick to death of it. I don't know. Sick to death. That's a lot of nagging. That is a lot of nagging. But even then, like. But at this point, isn't it obvious that Delilah's trying to take you out, out, dude? Get you. Mm-hmm. Or, like maybe bounce yeah maybe find someone else to love because yeah. I'm not yeah. sure she loves you buddy you're the strongest dude on the planet at this time <laughs> yeah I think you can find somebody else yeah. <laughs> go lift some more city gates bro <laughs> exactly or something <laughs> drink some whey protein you'll be fine but what's interesting is when Delilah Gosh. saw that he had told her everything she knew it immediately you know what I'm saying right I mean, she she kind of it was kind of like she knew he she, he was playing games with her, but when he told her the truth, it was obvious she knew it. And so, what does she do? She sent word to the rulers of Philistine, come back once more. And the Philistines were there for yeah. some of these other ones as well. Yeah, they were ready. Probably got whooped up on too. It's like, and so you're gonna go back, like yeah. You, you, me, both. We're gonna have some. We're gonna have discussions with Samson. First of all, he's making men look like idiots. <laughs> you know what, dude? Not <laughs> giving cool, us a bro. bad name. <laughs> no. And so, what happens? She cuts his hair, and immediately, what happens? His strength leaves him. Yep. His strength leaves him. And what do they do? Of course, the Philistines are excited. <laughs> they sure. gouge out his eyes and take him down to Gaza, bind him with bronze shackles. They set him to grinding grain in the prison, but the hair on his head began to grow again after it had been huh? shaved. And this is an interesting part in the story, in my opinion, where God uses Samson just one more mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't say how long his hair was, but it clearly was long enough for God to give him some pretty incredible strength here. Because, mm-hmm. what was it? Oh, they brought, that's what it was. They brought Samson out to entertain. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. That's what happened. And he performed, and he told the servant that was in charge of leading him around, because, you know, he couldn't see, he didn't have any eyeballs Mm -hmm. left, Mm -hmm. 
put me where I can feel the pillars that support the temple so that I may lean against them. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a simple enough request. Yep. That doesn't sound anything crazy out of the ordinary. This guy doesn't have eyeballs. He would like to lean against something, right? Mm-hmm. The servant probably didn't think anything of it. Turns out, servant. That's a bad call. Uh-huh. That's a bad bad call. call by you, dude. <laughs> bad call by History servant. does not look fondly upon you. But who would have thought? I mean, <laughs> honestly. Uh-huh. And then it talks about how the temple was crowded with uh, rulers of the Philistines, men, women. Uh, and there were about 3,000 men and women watching Samson perform in there. And Samson prayed to the Lord. Sovereign Lord, remember me. Please, God, strengthen me just once more and let me with one blow get revenge on the Philistines for my two eyes. And Samson reached toward the two central pillars on which the temple stood, bracing himself against them, his right hand on the one and his left on the other. Samson said, let me die with the Philistines. And he pushed and brought the temple down. Mm -hmm. That's insanity. Yeah, and it says he killed many more, more when he died, died than while he lived. Uh-huh. So basically, that was right there where Israel got their freedom. Yep. Yeah, at that moment. So even through all that, God was still able to use him mm-hmm. to accomplish. And I, you know, and and I would venture to guess uh, Samson probably had some heart to heart conversation with God during his eyeballless yeah. time. Yeah, he probably learned a few things, or at least it seems like he did, because who's he asking for permission for at this yeah. point? You yeah, he, he asked God to give him his strength back. Yeah, he, yeah. After he got his head shaved, I, I moved him more back to my arrogant theory mm-hmm. that he just thought he was going to be all that in a bag of chips, even yep. without his hair. Exactly. And without the hair, he lost his eyeballs. And then he clearly came back to God mm-hmm. and said, hey, one last request Wait a here. minute. Yep. And he, and he realized where his strength had come from. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't remember him really. Well, I guess he did ask the Lord several times yeah. with his other stuff as well. But yeah, it's, it's like he had kind of a bit of a heart change maybe. Like I said, it'll be fun to get to heaven and actually talk to Samson face to face. I have questions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's how the story ends. He knocks the temple down on top of everybody, sets Israel free, and um, the purpose for which he was living was accomplished, basically. Yeah, he wiped yeah. out the Philistines. Yep. God was going to use him to wipe them out. He did. I'm not sure. You know, I, I you know, I understand God can see how it all plays out. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But I bet you God was hoping that would have played in a different way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking when he when he... We went with another, with a, a miraculous birth, first off. Mm-hmm. And then he told the mom, hey, these are the rules. He's going to be a Nazarite. He's going to be a special, special man. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was uh, planning on Samson doing it this way. No. I think Once, he had other hopes. Well, I think any time that we get off track, it, it makes God wonder why we got off track. Why we are the way we are. Yeah, why are you the way you are? <laughs> I feel like he says that a lot. <laughs> why you had this plan, plan. all you uh-huh. had to do yeah. was follow it, and you did this yeah. instead. Yeah, do like you guys I, realize how easy the original plan is? Yeah. It's like, it's like we all do that. We all get off track really yeah. easily. Yep. Fact. And I mean, there, I mean, there's so many lessons that we can learn from Samson, you know, mm-hmm. from the aspect of, uh, you know, if God says do something, do it. Um, if we're if we're a Christian, then we need to be living the Christian life. You know, yeah. some of the things Samson was doing was not I wouldn't consider living the Christian Christian life. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, there was there's many many illustrations there where he wasn't living wasn't 
live in what I would consider. He wasn't living how he was called to live. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So we've been called to live a certain way. We should be doing that. Right. And we all have. Mm -hmm. Um, I I mean, we could go on and on about lessons from Samson. You know what I'm saying? And in the end, we can understand that God's got a plan for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Sometimes we don't always get, we don't do the plan exactly like God wants, but God is forgiving. And if we're willing to, you know, for the most part, just trust him as best we can, he's going to get us there. You know what I'm saying? Right. It really is amazing. Because, I mean, mean, you're talking about a man that pretty much did everything wrong. (laughs) You know, I mean, I hate to say it, but he pretty pretty much much did. You know what I'm saying? If there was a rule, he broke it. You know what I'm saying? Fact. And in the end, God still used him. Yeah. So, I guess God can use us, no, you know, no matter what. But let's let's do better than that. You know what I'm saying? As redeemed Christians, let's let's try to keep our end of the bargain. Right. You know what I'm saying, if you will, so that we're living the life the way we should. Jesus is showing through like He should, and God can use us to the full potential of what we can be. I would be interesting to see what the full potential of Samson could have been if he had decided to walk the path. You know what I'm saying? If he had kept them all, if he had done what the Lord told him to right. do. You know what I'm saying? I might have been a totally different story. I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. Because basically what Samson did was get the minimal done. Right. You know what I'm saying? He did not get the full potential of what he, was, what he should have done. But did he get there? Yeah. Did God help him? Yeah. So as redeemed Christians, let's live up to the full potential of what we need to do and not settle for just the minimum. You know what I'm saying? And I can be guilty of that. Sometimes I feel like I just live the, the minimal Christian life. Yeah. I go to church. I you know I try to get my quiet times in, but that's about it. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm not living to the full potential of what I believe God's really calling me to do. And so, I mean... Like I said, you know, we say we could do better than Samson, but maybe we couldn't. You know what I'm saying? So, as redeemed Christians, just make sure you're living up to the full potential that, that God has for you. You know what I'm saying? And uh, let him do the rest. Amen. Yep. Because he's the one that's going to get the glory in the end. That's right. Thanks for joining us. And remember, you can connect with us in person every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 9.45 a.m. And online with Instagram and Facebook. And the daily Bible readings are on the website, eastcastlebaptistchurch.com. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time.